Hey there, welcome to the Unlimited Podcast. My name is James Marriott. Thank you for joining us today as we delve once again into the business world of South Yorkshire. The February 2022 issue of the Unlimited magazine features Karen Mosley as the cover star. Now, she's the MD of an architecture business in Sheffield and is also the current president of the Sheffield Chamber. Now, we wanted to get Karen onto the podcast too to talk about something that's been on quite a few people's lips recently, Sheffield City Centre. Now, we know there are quite a few empty shops, it's generally much quieter, and, well, could we be seeing quite a few more businesses moving out of offices and into remote working. Now, there are schemes that are being progressed at the moment, and so we got Karen as the Chamber President to tell us a bit more about them and everything that's going on around the city centre. The Unlimited podcast is recorded, edited and produced by WeAreSoundMedia.com and hosted on Captivate.fm, the easiest way to host your podcast. Now, let's ask, what does the future future hold for Sheffield City Centre. Hi, I'm Karen Mosley. I'm Managing Director of HLM Architects and I'm also currently the President of Sheffield Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Karen. Thank you for inviting um, me. <laughs> we're talking a little bit today about Sheffield City Centre, and you've got a, a slightly unique perspective on on this because, obviously, being president of the of the chamber, but then also um, from the architectural point of point of view as well. And the the reason that um, I'm I'm kind of focusing in on on this subject today is because. I'm guessing my experience here is not is not unique, but I've got I've got friends who I saw on social media before Christmas who were, were talking about um, going into Sheffield City Centre for the first time since before lockdown, going and doing their Christmas shopping and everything, and commenting on um, obviously things had changed. There's a lot of places that have shut down and a lot of empty units, and kind of questioning that what on earth's happening? What's kind of the vision for um, for Sheffield City Centre? I mean, I, I know that there is one. I know that there's things happening, but I don't know if other people do. So, my, I mean, my, I guess my first question really is in, in relation specifically to the chamber, what, what kind of role does the chamber play in, in, that, in that vision, in, in, in what's happening with Sheffield City Centre? Well, the chamber's been involved um, very much with the City Council since the beginning of the pandemic, actually. We've galvanised some really great relationships with the council and with you know powerful voices across the city and institutions we came together and created a business response group uh, which looked at how how will we get through the pandemic and what do we need to do going forward and that collaboration is really uh, strong and helping us as we move forward and I think in terms of the city centre yeah you're right I mean we're based in Tudor Square and you know when I go in now it's there's this sort of quietness even though there's people around it's quiet and we need that we need that vibrancy and that liveliness back into the city and so there's there's some great plans forming and they're out for consultation at the moment and they're in the public domain for people to have a look at um there's obviously the the debate about what to do about the john lewis building and we're involved in the heart of the city scheme at the moment which you know it's fantastic transformational scheme that's you know we we can see it's already part of it's completed we're involved in the part around Pinston Street uh, there's a new hotel going there the Radisson Blue which is going to bring a rooftop bar and terrace and you know really revitalizing that area and hopefully attracting 
new business opportunities as well. We're also involved in schemes on Fargate. We're part of the Sheffield City Council Framework Agreement. This is HLM I'm talking about at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about bringing life back into the city centre. And I think where we can steal a march as the city is that, you know, other places like Leeds, Manchester, that are already have been through a development and probably centred around retail, you know, we can now look at what the pandemic has shown and highlighted and start to rebuild our city that's fit for the future needs of the people that will be visiting and what we'd like to see is more people living in the city you know opening up you know the areas above Fargate putting door access so we can you know there's lots of space above there um, and and I think what we you know as, as a chamber what we're doing is is working with the business community. We're looking at what the needs are, uh, working with the, our local institutions, the universities and the council. Um, we, you know, we, we the council have, have, have been much more open with us as well, which is great, really strong partnerships there. So we can really drive as a community what we want to see from the city. And I guess in terms of, you know, the support that perhaps we want need from government is, you know, more autonomy, more funding, you know, more empowerment to be able to address those things at source that we think we need to see. Interesting. You, you mentioned a couple of things in there that, that I kind of want to focus in on, and, and I guess they're related, really. Fargate, particularly, is, is something that I hear people talk about because they kind of say, well, all, all resources now go on the moor. It was all about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, the, the, the moor was a bit, of a bit of a mess, and now everything seems to kind of centre around that. And where Fargate was kind of the main shopping area of, of Sheffield, it sort of feels a little bit forgotten. So I'd, I'd kind of be interested in your um, perspective on what does Fargate need to, to to bring it back to life? I know you touched it a little bit on, on, on there. And I guess related to that, a question off the back of the pandemic, and again, this is something that you touched on. It, it feels like this is not exclusive to Sheffield, but generally town and city centres are, are going to change a little bit now because... There, there are going to be fewer people going into offices, certainly in the short term. What the long term picture looks like, I guess we don't really know. But it kind of feels like more people working from home is probably here to to stay. So, um, you know, at the moment, you, you mentioned earlier, Sheffield doesn't feel as busy as maybe it used to be in the in the city centre. If that doesn't change, if that's the way that things are going to be long term, what, what needs to happen? How do city centres need to, to kind of change and adjust so that they survive i think it's it's like working as a business we're talking about this in terms of people coming back to our offices in the city center and you know they need to become a magnet they need to become somewhere it's a desirable destination that's worth the commute you know so and then city centers have got to be the, the same the same concept you know why do we want to go into the city center you know we, if we are we seem obviously more people working from home so local towns and villages you know people spending more money in their local areas yes. so why are they going to come into the city center you know and that either people will live in the city or they might come in for independent shopping or restaurants or bars or somewhere like i say it's a destination it, you, you're coming in for a purpose so we've got to re-establish what that purpose is and I think you know there's some great ideas around Fargate you mentioned you mentioned that and we're working looking at creating a hub there at the moment which will also have the ability to be able to service 
events, public events in Fargate. So you can imagine a big screen at one end and creating a real destination for people to come, maybe for music events or, um, you know, gatherings. And I think creating more open spaces as well for people to come, you know, and meet. You know, you see in the summer how busy the Peace Gardens area is. And, you know, we kind of need more spaces like that too. What's your kind of thought in terms of how well Sheffield knows itself and and what I mean by that is um, I've had conversations with people where I go you know maybe Sheffield's got this opportunity to become like the go-to place for little kind of independent shops and and, and kind of you know forge itself a little bit of a reputation from a a cultural point of view we touched earlier on on places like Leeds and Manchester which seem to have a personality they kind of know who they are and I sometimes wonder has, has Sheffield even got to the point of really kind of figuring out w- what it is and, and what that draw is that's going to bring people in perhaps from from, from um, other cities and other towns? What, what's your view on that? I think personally, I mean, Sheffield's a great city, isn't it? I'm born and bred Sheffielder. And, you know, we've got, we've got also all the peripheral stuff. I mean, such a green city, you know, at the edge of the Peak District. Yeah. You know, and culturally, I mean, we've got some great things, you know, the galleries, the theatres, the music scene. I think we do know who we are. We just don't shout enough about it. And perhaps I think the city can really start to signpost that and, like I say, be this place of destination, Um, but, but have the ability to be able to host more of those things too. Thinking ahead, and this is almost like the, the looking into the, the crystal ball kind of moment, but where do you think that Sheffield can and perhaps will be in five years 10 years down the line? I think we've got every opportunity right now for it to be wherever we want it to be. You know, if we can build this vision as a city with collaborating with all the businesses, institutions and the council and can and show that strength and attract the funding that we'd like to see, I think we've, we're at this pivotal point, like many people are with their businesses, about looking to the future. I don't think we've got all the answers, clearly, but we've got almost a blank canvas now, not to look back, but to look forward. I don't know what that will look like. I don't even know what that's going to look like in my own business (laughs) in the next couple of years. But I think what we've got to do is whatever we create, it's got the agility to be able to flex and change and move as we all move as a society forward as well. And, and just finally, we, we touched very briefly on this earlier on with regard specifically to um, Pinstone Street and the um, the work that's going on there at the moment, which anyone that's been into the city centre will have will have seen and maybe kind of t- taken a curious look at thinking what's going on there, because that's quite unusual work. And obviously you're involved in that from an, from an HML point of view. So just tell us a little bit more about that, that project and what's going on at the moment. Yeah, well, we, um, like I said, we, we, we're retaining that, you know, wonderful facade on Pinston Street. And you probably saw, I think it was in the, in the paper yesterday, you know, you could see behind the buildings now gone and how that's been retained. I mean, there's some really exciting things coming around that, that whole scheme, as I say, the, the hotel and, and this sort of cosmopolitan rooftop bar and the, that, that city scene that will help as well as we start to build the city with more people living there. Um, you know, having a great hotel in the, the city centre as well. Obviously, we've got we've got the the Mercure, but but being able to you know provide more beds for, as as we host more events in the city, 
you know, it, it's it's going to really revitalise that area. And obviously, once decisions and you know, there's, there's debates about what's happening with the John Lewis partnership again, really bringing the heart back into the city. Sounds brilliant. I'm very excited about the rooftop bar. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Karen, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you.